Glad I helped. Did so, I yeah, help? She did. She brought some home and uh, she used it. And I guess it's working. She, uh, in fact, I, maybe it's working too well because she took it last night before bed. And when I got up in the middle of the night to come into work, she like woke up and was talking to me. She's like, I feel great. This is awesome. <laughs> She's like, and I don't think it's keeping me up at night either. I'm like, really? You're talking because really? it's three thirty in the morning <laughs> and you're up. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Take this text from Eric last night, 4.38 p.m. Eric, who by all accounts was present for the program yesterday. <laughs> I was here, yeah. When I did an entire segment on what is the good, the good stuff in the cold medicine aisle. Yeah. What's the right Sudafed to get? <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was screwing it up. It's the stuff with pseudoephedrine, not phenylephrine. So we need pseudoephedrine. Right. That's the stuff that's really going to work. So the reason I asked is because my wife was coming home from work, and she's been fighting off the, the virus, just like everyone in my house has. Everyone uh, in Southeast Wisconsin. Yeah, right. Everyone is sick. So she texted me. She's like, hey, do you remember what it was? And I'm like, uh, I think it was this, and that wasn't right, so that's why I texted you. Oh, I'm glad I helped. Did so I yeah, help? She did. She brought some home. And uh, she used it, and I guess it's working. She, uh, in fact, I, maybe it's working too well because she took it last night before bed. And when I got up in the middle of the night to come into work, she like woke up and was talking to me. She's like, "I feel great. This is awesome." <laughs> She's like, "And I don't think it's keeping me up at night either." I'm like, "Really? You're talking really because it's three thirty in the morning, and you're up." And then I'm driving into work, and my phone starts buzzing, and she's texting me Aaron questions about today that we need to do. You know, <laughs> like, "What? What are you doing up?" We're just right starting now. the day, I guess. Yeah. So I, so I guess it's working so well that she was up all night. Side effect of pseudoephedrine: awesomeness. <laughs> You'll feel awesome. She's vacuuming, <laughs> she's cleaning up everything. <laughs> Kids are wait. What's going on? It's Four o'clock. I think she's staying home today, though. Working from home today. I don't generally recommend taking it right before bed because, right, it can juice you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it can get you a little, a little bit going, huh? Here we go. I feel right? phenomenal. I feel fantastic. around. 713 Sports is coming up next, sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The knockout stage is set for tonight in Milwaukee. The NBA's in-season tournament returns to the Brew City as the Bucks get set to host the New York Knicks in the quarterfinals at Pfizer Forum. According to Bucks all-star forward Chris Middleton, it's a game this team is not taking lightly. We believe, you know, it's a it's kind of a must-win game. I mean, we want to go to Vegas. We want to play in the championship. We want to win. I think there's a, definitely a little bit more extra motivation in the game knowing that there's a trip to Vegas at stake. There's 500000 at stake. I think it would be a great game, you know, not only for, you know, regular season against a good team, but, you know, like I keep saying, a uh, must-win game to advance in the in-season tournament. Pat Connaughton not expected to play tonight for the Bucs. He's still nursing that ankle injury. Tip-off time is set for 6.30. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ, your home of the Bucks, beginning at 6. A couple of days after beating the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football to improve to 6-6, six and six, the Green Bay Packers are now setting their sights on the New York football Giants. The Pack have won three in a row now, and a big reason why – the growth of number 10 in Titletown. He's got more experience going against it. And so even when there was, there was a play um, in the game where they brought all out on us and we didn't even have a can on for, for the protection. Um, and he got us into a max pro. So I just think that shows just 
how he's matured as a quarterback and the growth that he's shown. Head coach Matt LaFleur there also mentioning on Monday that there has been no update on wide receiver Christian Watson's injury following his exit in Sunday night's game. The Packers are expected to be out on the practice field later today. The Milwaukee Brewers have officially signed their number one prospect, Jackson Churio, to a record-setting contract. Churio has yet to play in the major leagues, but according to general manager Matt Arnold, he is the exact fit he's looking for in Milwaukee. This is not just betting on the kid's talent and athleticism, which we know are there. I mean, this is a kid that has really, really good character, and this means just so much to him and his family. And, you know, he's such a, a blue-collar player. I think he's going to fit in great with our community and our and our players and, and every, in every way. And- the eight-year deal, which includes club options for 2032 and 2033, is worth $82 million and can reach a total value of $142 million with escalators and options. The future of Milwaukee, Vince, officially signed, sealed, and delivered. And some, maybe you would say, unique for the Brewers. But nonetheless, their future is, well, I give signed. Our, I give our guy Matt Arnold a lot of credit. you got to find another way to do it. Because if you think you're competing with the Mets and the Angels and yeah. you know those big market teams with huge payrolls to just go out and pluck mm-hmm. you know free agents... You're wrong. Right. So and, then what What are you trying then? And I'm not just saying this because he's on our show and he's a good friend of the show, Matt Arnold, but he has done everything right since he's taken over for David Stearns in the market that he's in. Right. I mean, he has put a playoff roster together in, in, in a half an offseason when David Stearns left last year. So a good start for him. You know, obviously there's more moves to be made, and, and I anticipate he'll do those. Friday's high temperature, 55 degrees. We're going to talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Coming up on 722 on Wisconsin's Morning News, joined live now by Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnansky. Dude, high 55 on Friday? What is up? <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, I know there's a lot of winter lovers who don't, but I'll take it when we can get it. Uh, but yeah, no, it sure does. And that's probably being conservative, too, because you don't want to, you know, few days out, you know, get too crazy, uh, especially this time of year. It's hard to predict anything really warmer than that because then you'll start to get into record territory but yeah if things line up just right with the you know basically what we'll, we'll get is a stream of air that comes up all the way from texas if we get a little bit of sunshine to go along with it i mean 60 is not out of question um, <laughs> wow <but>. short stay <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so so we'll see uh you know obviously you have to have no influence from the lake because the lake now is starting temperatures are now in the 40s again um, you got to have that perfect stream coming up from the southwest, and you got to get the sunshine. But then after that, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I mean, why not? That's what we're here for, right? Um, <laughs> You're weekend, the forecaster, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, so we might end up paying for it. Like, I, I not a guarantee. This is even farther out in advance. But I would say this weekend we're seeing on the models what potentially could. Please remember those words. May be you know our first significant snowfall so we'll see see what happens with this one so i like that though it's about time right i okay you might pop a 55 and get a tea time on friday there are a few places that will you know are the if you guys want to come i guess we'll open up kind of kind of deal but yeah hey i gotta ask you how does it work when they pull the flags and it is a decent day and you're driving by and you're going 
you know, can I just go out there and play? Are they cool with that, or is that like a <laughs> No, they're not cool with that. You can't just go <laughs> oh, okay. walk onto a golf course without paying. <laughs> no, I think we did that in Racine, though. I think we were oh, okay. <laughs> I think that does happen. Just yes. because you and your brother Spike down there in Racine set that precedent doesn't mean it's <laughs> legally binding no, for the rest of us. Washington Park and Johnson Park was cool with that, I felt like. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a taxpayer. What? I paid for this. <laughs> My point was it's about time to get that snow because, as, as you indicate, there are a lot of, uh, you know, Eric's kids ski, right? You're oh, yeah, they, the they already opened up some of the hills, and my kid was itching to get up there, and you know, I haven't made it up there yet. Yep. I doubt they can stay open with 60 and, degrees. And, and to be honest, like, I, I do somewhat agree. I mean, I, I love my warm weather, and I, I love, you know, fall to hang on as long as we can. But I also am the person of, in the middle of winter, like, I don't want, 20 degrees and gray and burnt ground, you know, I, I, I would love snow for people to enjoy. You might as well be able to enjoy our cold weather activities. So yeah, let's get some snow. I forget long-term with the El Nino this year. Does that mean more snow for us or less? No, typically El Nino, if it's strong enough, which it does look like it will be strong enough, um, odds will be in our favor of having a warmer than normal winter and a less precipitation so that's two things that go against snow um the precipitation that we get may end up being too warm for snow and you end up with usually less precipitation overall now you said oh i'm sorry go ahead brian no so yeah so yeah no el nino is not good for for winter lovers for sure i know it was a may and it could and perhaps for this weekend but you did use the word significant can you define yeah. what significant Go ahead and means? box him into his okay. un- uncomfortable <laughs> space here. He always, everybody wants, uh, all right, fine, 14 inches. No, I'm just <laughs> well, uh, Withdrawn, Your Honor, withdrawn. Yeah, what I can say is, is it's the first time that we have um, what would look like your typical winter storm that comes out of the Rockies, grabs golf moisture, and swings up and hooks up towards the Midwest. Um, so, like, that... It, it's the first time I think we will have a storm system like that. The thing is now is you're five days out. Does that swath of snow set up across Michigan? Does it stay way south into Indiana? Does it get too far much of a hook and all of a sudden the swath is for northern Wisconsin? So, like, all of that is in question. But I do think we will have this significant winter storm sweep somewhere across the Great Lakes. I'm kind of split on whether I like that storm on the weekend or whether I like it during the work week. Because during the work week, I mean, guys like us, you, me, Eric, you know, Pancake, we had to come to work, right? Those are the times when actually you need us here most to help you decide whether or not you're staying home or working from home or schools are calling things (laughs) off. But then, you know, man, weekend, that can gum things up. I got stuff to do. (laughs) I have errands to run, gifts to buy. I'm totally with you. And I'll go even further for me, you know, uh, career-wise, you know, Part of me loves that rush. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to feel bad if I miss out. Yeah, you want the ball. Clock's winding down. You want the ball. ball, (laughs) But then, on the flip side, (laughs) do I want the ball that much that I'm going to be coming in this weekend to help out? You know what I mean? (laughs) Just make it nice and convenient. (laughs) Dump on us on a Monday. Exactly. Yeah, no, we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, In the meantime, uh, last night was pretty much a a zip nothing. And then um, today just kind of gloomy and then we'll start our improvement uh for the rest of the week before i go Vinny, dude remember a few years ago when i was hobbling around the studio and i i my knee was a big mess i had meniscus issues yes i do Uh, recall that you ripped it up playing soccer 
Yeah. So I, 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 I have a very similar feeling and a very similar hobble with the other knee going up and down the darn attic with Christmas decorations and everything, you know what I mean? Like the little ladder and I, I, I overdid something and I'm hobbling around big time. I hear you talk about a guy who you go to every now and then, so I'll have to tell the Really? I've never heard Vince talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to want to go see Holland at Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. Tell him Vinny sent you. Here we go. All right. I'll, uh, I'm going to give it another week, and I may be paying him a visit. We'll see. <laughs> All right. If, if you need a direct rec, I can take care of that for you. Store Team 4 <laughs> Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski. Thanks, Niz. All right. Later, guys. The Bucks play in the in-season tournament tonight. It's the quarterfinals. Win tonight. They're off to Vegas. Brandon Snide looks ahead in sports coming up at 745. You ever had one of these charged lemonades from Panera? What do you mean charged? It's got a lot of caffeine. Oh, it's it. juiced? Yeah. All right. Super juiced. It's now being blamed for a second death. Charged lemonade. Dennis Brown drank three charged lemonades. Well, all right, Dennis. Let's maybe just <laughs> one would be good. Yeah, three probably would do it. He's 46 years old, uh, suffered a deadly cardiac arrest on his way home in October from the local Panera where he lives in Florida. So the charged lemonade is said to be a plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as their dark roast coffee. Now, it's got 390 milligrams of caffeine. Now, did you say he was from Florida? Yes. Florida man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the FDA says healthy adults can safely consume 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. One charged lemonade has 390. This guy had three of them. I guess if it's only as much as a cup of coffee, you would have three coffees at a sitting, wouldn't you? Well, I guess three big large coffees, no. The large cup contains more than more caffeine that's in a Red Bull and Monster Energy drink combined. Whoa. Yikes, that's a in lot. In one cup? Yeah. And brother had three. Yeah. So Yikes. careful with those things. Then this isn't the first one. Another person has died drinking this charged lemonade as well. An Ivy League student with a heart condition, she drank one. Her name was Sarah Katz. So if you have any type of condition, be aware. All things in moderation, as they say. 738 on Wisconsin's Morning News. A sign that Eric knows me too well already. (laughs) What'd I do? Eric says, I wish you would have gone... Like not knowing about the thing. Yeah, I so wish you would have gone to Cafe Hollander and not known about what the, the train. What's going on down here? What goes all the people? Oh, the train! Oh, <laughs> I would have lost my mind. You been so angry with yourself. <laughs> nowhere to park and people everywhere. And I'm just trying to meet my friend. I would have come in this morning and been like, "Good morning." You're like, "You know what I did? You know what I did? I was so stupid. So stupid. Don't you even listen to the news? You do the news all morning. You said the train was coming." I can't believe I did that. Can't believe I did that. It was good. I had to park a mile away, and I couldn't find. But then, but then at the same time, mild. you would have posted some great digital on it. You would have shown great video right. of the train. And the holiday through. trains here. <laughs> We're just having a great time. <laughs> Important lesson, you know. You and you're good at this. And if I can encourage people, like I just met a, a high school friend of mine, and it's one of these where, you know, you're always trying to set up a, a dinner with the wives. Hey, we should meet. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, a lot of times right. that falls through. Yeah, or, send me some dates. Send me some dates. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're on. All right. So in February, we have. Right. Because everybody's so busy. And finally, like, we were at that point, And he's like, hey, can you just meet me for a couple of beers? Like, feel people. When you feel people in your life reaching out for that connection. Yeah. And it was just so good. And, you know, without with the hours that we keep, that's hard for us to do. And I'm not asking anybody to feel bad for us. It's just, you know, what we are. But understand, like, 5 o'clock at night for us is like 8 o'clock at night for most other sure. people. Sure. So it's tough to do, but you know you got to force yourself to do that because we 
Just a couple of dudes hung out, had a few beers, talked about fun stuff. Yeah. Super nice important. recall. Right. Fine. Thinking so you're back at the glory days. Yes. And I would have been real mad if that had been interrupted by <laughs> the train. Train fest in Tosa. <laughs> 743. Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The knockout stage is set in Milwaukee as the Bucks will welcome in the New York Knicks tonight for the quarterfinals for the NBA's in-season tournament. Head coach Adrian Griffin speaking highly on what the tournament has meant for his team as well as the excitement surrounding tonight's game. It's great. You know, you see the feel the fans are, are getting into it. There's just a lot of excitement. There will be a lot of excitement in our building, and so we're, we're fortunate to play here because we know the, it's going to be rocking up in here. The fans are, are, are going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be electric. If the Bucks do win tonight, they'll head to Las Vegas to face off with Indiana in the semifinals. Tip-off time is set for 6.30. Catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6.00. The Milwaukee Brewers officially locked up their number one prospect in Jackson Churio on Monday. The outfielder inked an eight-year, $82 million contract with club options for 2032 as well as 2033, a deal according to general manager Matt Arnold, that has been ongoing for quite some time. The conversation's going, frankly, for months uh, back and forth. Sometimes they accelerate, sometimes they slow down to the point where you think maybe we won't get a deal done. Um, and we just kind of found the right chord with him, you know, and it, and it came together and just happened to come together here at the winter meetings. The deal officially signed. It can reach a total value of $142 million with escalators and options. Over to football, where the Green Bay Packers have won three games in a row as Jordan Love and his offense have officially turned a new page in their season. Former Packer and Hall of Famer Leroy Butler joined ESPN's Unsportsmanlike, explaining his thoughts on the future of number 10 in Green Bay. People say, what are the odds of them having Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and who was who is this? Oh, he didn't even go to a Power 5 school. He didn't put up gaudy numbers. They drafted him. He's been sitting there marinating, just sitting there waiting to get put in the oven. Now he's out of the oven. He's no longer an appetizer. He's an entree. <laughs> That's, oh, give me more. More, Leroy. More. That's one way to describe uh, the uh, maturation of, <laughs> of the quarterback in, in Green Bay. Head coach Matt LaFleur. He's an entree. <laughs> Head coach Matt LaFleur also meeting with the media on Monday. The extent of Christian Watson's injury is still unknown. LaFleur mentioned today as a possibility to get some clarity on that. And lastly, just days after their big win over number 3-ranked Marquette, the now number 23-ranked Wisconsin Badgers will head out to Michigan State for a Big Ten battle. Tip-off time for the Badgers and Spartans, all set for 6 p.m. tonight. Mark Tauscher joins us live next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Uh, if I am a food producer, I'm looking at bowl games and saying, I can get a lot of love for a very reasonable amount of money to get into these bowls. Innovative. Some kind of a bacon bowl where you just get something engrossed in bacon, like a trophy that's bacon loaded. And Packers Hall of Famer. You guys laugh at this, but when you start looking at the bowls outside of the college football playoff, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the Gasparilla Bowl. We're talking about Pop-Tarts, bacon, and dipping chicken wings. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch, you're on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program, says uh, you have a question for us. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, uh, 
First off, great producer. You guys have a fantastic producer with Pancake. <laughs> it's uh, true. Uh, so I was listening to our friend Evan Cohen on Unsportsmanlike this morning, and I thought, what a what a fantastic topic. So he was going down to a unknown city to him, and he, one of his good buddies, which he thought was a good buddy. He, you know, you always ask, what's the first thing you do when you're going into a new town? You're going to ask for a restaurant recommendation. Where's your spot? And does this tell? What does this tell you when you get this back? That you should go to Chipotle. <laughs> that tells you ain't any good restaurants in that town. Either that, it either says that right or or your guy I don't ain't like getting you. out much. Well, what if it's or he just doesn't like you? Like because <laughs> you, I hadn't thought of that. You can't possibly have. Let's say you and Bill. Let's say you have a couple buddies coming in and they say, "Where do we? We're in Milwaukee. We need where do we need to eat." And if you say a chain restaurant. That is, in essence, saying that the food scene in your city stinks or you don't really care, and here is the most generic, quick answer I can give you. You're not worth my time to invest in because yeah. I've, I've done that with golf, Tausch. People ask me, hey, we're, you know, we're coming up. You know, where are good places to golf? I I've historically have laid out with links to the various websites. Now, if you're close to town, it's here. If, you're, you know, if you want to drive a little bit, here's this place. If you're looking for value, here's this. So, to your point, yes, if I got good buddies coming in and they ask me for a rec, I will invest time and give you a detailed layout. You're <laughs> sending links out? Oh, yeah. So you'll send links? Sure. Okay, yeah. So, And then the other thing is, do you go? Do you kind of base it off of if your buddies, if they have more money or if they don't, you want to go value? Because obviously you'd say, let's go to you know, one of the Kohler courses. You go to Aaron Hills. It, that so that has to also weigh into it, right? So what I do is I usually prevent the pr- present them a menu of options. Hey, if you're looking for something quick, close, and you're less a good expensive, friend, huh? We're in Milwaukee but County. Do that for food now, though. Say someone food? asks you for food, what are sure. you going to say? Well, I'm terrible on the restaurant scene because we're in the thick of where we all are right now with kids and stuff like that. And so, so our, you say Culver's. My new hip trendy. No, I'm not going to say Well, man, I don't know. Nothing wrong with that if you're from out of state. Hey, man, here's some good customers. Quick Trip's got some decent food, too. Okay. <laughs> no, I would do that. I'd, I'd invest in it. You know what I'd do then? If I don't have the knowledge, I would ask around. But, right, if it's somebody you don't care about, <laughs> like, I don't know. Chipotle's great. We lose Tausch, or were we just not yeah. that? Big? No, I'm here. No, I didn't know. I, I, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to jump in there. I just, it was. I really felt like it was interesting that you would say that. You know, Evan's friends would say that, and then they literally had a 10 minute diatribe about the fact that he thinks that these friends didn't even like him, and that's why they gave him those recommendations. So, what's he going to do then? Go on Yelp, or is he going to go? I to think you just at that point you just Google. Yeah, you Google and you say, all right, well, uh, you said this, and you end up going to – because I also wonder, can you just say like a Morton's, like the chain steak joints? Because those are – you know, everybody knows. You go into a big city, that's always going to be an option. But that's not – that basically saying I don't have time to figure it out and go through it either. So I think the safe play is you always – so if someone comes up to Madison, I'm going to always tell you, go to Tornado. Tornado. That's where you should go because – it's not a chain. It is a really great atmosphere. You're going to get the Wisconsin feel. And then if you want to go for more, 
cocktails and things like that, I'll send you to Wando's. So those are your two options that, that I that give you two different spectrums as far as where that would head. See, that's a good friend right there. Yeah, I think you yeah. got to present the local knowledge. But I'm not linking. I ain't sending any <laughs> Here's links. Here's a link. <laughs> I don't even do that myself. Here's my so guy that to call is not for a resi. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's Jay's cell phone. Go ahead. Figure it out. <laughs> He'd love to hear from you. Yeah, Tausch sent me. All right. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk again tomorrow. All right. Sounds good.